fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of, I guess this time it's going to be Three Dads and One Poop with your hazmat suit special. So we got, again, Joey Cheese at DGen for Life 84. Make sure to follow him as well as all of us. Big Nelly Buckets is joining us again. Neil, how you doing? Big Nelly! Oh, boys. Kickoff tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yeah. 8 a.m. Let's Mr. Go. Chris Duke, Hazmat Suit 23, how you doing? Good. I'm excited to be with you dads. We've had successful college year with our pickums, and now we got cheese in the house. He's gracing us with his godlike presence. And it's gorgeous. I wish gorgeous it was that easy. Set of balls. But <laughs> I can't wait to hear what he's on. Because I'm gonna ride his shaft hard. Already on one of them with him pretty good but it's basically as cheese would say peanuts for him but that's more than peanuts for me chris did you want to comment on joey's christmas tree you were giving him lots of compliments before we went live my tree is up it's december wow. 15th it's up i've allowed my wife to put it up chris i just realized you trig and kelly all have the same living room yes <laughs> nice nice i, I nice. flew down to florida to chill with uh, <laughs> for a little bit. I mean, Chris, with, with that background, it, it looks like you should have a nice vino in hand. You know, legs up on the desk. There we go. Green screen. Trying, trying to show. Yeah, there it is. Is. <laughs> is that a plastic cup? That doesn't look like a plastic cup type of spot. Or is that is that nice glassware you got? There Drinking yet? it like the Italians, like Romanos, out of the the oak, the glass, stemless glass. Yeah. That's the way it's done. Love it. Well. Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to do things a little different. I mean, kind of similar to the way the Two Dads, One Ball podcast was going through the college football season. We're just going to give away our, our three best bets, you know, the ones we're uh, really driving home, you know, on this pod. And we'll we'll probably just create a thread for anything else we feel like degening. I mean, for Christ's sake, we got degen for life up here, so you know he's betting more than three or four games that he's given out as for well sure. as me. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best, but these are the three that, you know, we, I guess to say stake our claim on and we'll put a record out there, you know, so you can follow and laugh at us when we go 0 and 10 combined. So I guess let me, let me throw it at, I'm trying to think, Neil, you go first. All right. Play number one. So um, I think preface everything, right. We've all, we've seen a lot of line movements from when most of us have put in our bets from where we're sitting now. Really, I think the only lines that haven't moved an inch are the final fours, right? I think those are both still sitting perched. But um, obviously, as players opt in and out, as people transfer, you know, we've seen some pretty significant line moves. Joey Cheese just mentioned it earlier before we went live, right? O'Connell with Purdue, you know, he says he's out. Boom, lines, you know, jump points. Four, yeah, right, jump to right, like I mean, 14, jump to 14 like, or so. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe even more um, some places. So these things could all move, and we started certainly we'll see movement, you know, from as we record today. But uh, my first pick, um, I got Clemson at minus three and a half. 
um, against Tennessee. I think I would still take it, um, and I may even take a little bit more at, at it where it sits right now at minus six and a half, I think, as long as it stays under a touchdown. And really the handicap, you know, behind it was, and Chris, Chris is there with me. We have seen, A, we've seen Debo or Dabo do just, crazy things he knows what the spread is you know number one he's done ridiculous things when we've tried to fade him in a couple different spots this year where he goes out and he get you know he makes sure that he's covering the spread um for the dads and we've been on the opposite side unfortunately you know through the regular season um i but regardless of that we all know tennessee side of the ball right Hendon Hooker's out. He ain't playing. Their top wide receiver, 1,200-yard guy, he's going. He's off to the NFL. He's not playing. So they're down basically their entire offense. Now, on Clemson's side of the ball, they're losing most of their defensive side pieces, right? This is the, the side that carried him. I'm okay with that, right, if you're going up against an offense that's going to be compromised, whereas when you look at Clemson's offensive side of the ball, this is sort of their – new leaf to be turned over, right? DJU is gone. Finally, get him out. I don't know why he's stuck around that team and why Dabo let him be there. We're on to Cade Klubnik. Um, which which is probably an upgrade. Huge probably upgrade. An upgrade. Yeah, I think at this good. point, it's a huge upgrade, right? He already got his taste. He's, you know, he comes in, he plays in the ACC championship game. I get that it's North Carolina, maybe one of the worst defenses, you know, that you saw in college football, but the guy goes 24 for or 20 for 24 with a picking with a touchdown through the air, ran for another touchdown. This is his team moving forward, right? Will Shipley, they're running back a thousand yard running back. He's only a sophomore. He's playing They're in, right? They don't really have like a number one wideout. Their top wideout only had 583 yards on the season, mainly because DJ was so dog shit. Um, and he's just a sophomore. So this is really like, I, this is your jumping start from any team to say, we have our new quarterback. He played one game. We have a month of practice to get on and this is going to go right. This is just like one of those that club going to play into the fourth quarter. He's going to play the whole thing. They're going to run an offense. And I completely see Dabo being able to cover the spread defensively. The Clem the guys that, you know, are sitting out for Clemson, it's it's Clemson. You might as well be talking about like Georgia's defense. It's just next man up. You're going to tell me that the guys replacing them aren't four and five star guys that maybe just be a little younger. Yeah, I'm probably starting that. on any other team in the country. Right. right. They're going to start right. next. They're going to start next year. They'd be starting on most teams. Right. I'm not. That's that. I'm not worried about. I'm I'm less worried about that than I would be worried about. Right. With Tennessee trying to replace you know other pieces. So I think it's as long as this stays under a touchdown. I, I don't I don't see how you're you're not on Clemson in this spot and back in Dabo to cover a touchdown spread. I agree with you. I, I think the quarterback upgrade might be the best upgrade in the country with the exception of Will Howard from Martinez. You know, like, yeah. like this upgrade's huge. I think, you know, yeah. for me, yeah, for me, at least you forgot about one thing in your cap though. I mean, with, with everything you just said, you forgot about one thing that I think a lot Didn't of people we... don't pay attention to in college football, but recruiting who's deeper. So, I mean, Clemson yeah. might have lost their entire defensive team, but, you know, who, who's deeper from recruiting? That's what I like to look at. You know, And as of right now, right. And I think, te right, Tennessee's up and coming. <laughs> Great job, you know, by, by Hypole. But, right, Kmart said it, right, Clemson has been a top five recruiting program for the past five years, right? It is. It's just the next man up on defense. These All these guys who are – 
backing up these defensive starters that are opting out are top-notch guys and yeah. max motivated because again your top-notch guys in there are getting your first taste of you know being able to play and you're going to be that starter next year right so they're I, I just see real motivation from the Clemson side whereas Tennessee again you don't have your main quarterback the quarterbacks that's going to quarterback for you next year you don't have your top guys I just look at it as you have a full motivation you have a fully motivated Clemson team that this is your leapfrog into what should be next year again a very good a much better Clemson team than what they were last year. I agree. I totally so there agree. you go. First bet, Clemson. I think, Neil, you said you got it at three and a half. It's up to six and a half. Would you still fire. fire away? Keep it under I'd, a play, I'd play it under anything under a touchdown, under probably. Yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah, I would too. All right, Mr. Cheesehead, what do you got? All right, let's go. Um, so I'm going to save my best bet for the end of the show. Um, I guess we'll – We'll go to the Military Bowl in Annapolis. I played Duke at plus one and a half versus UCF. Uh, UCF's quarterback, Plumlee, got hurt in the AAC championship. He ended up coming back in. He like, got hurt again, whatever. The, his backup, Mike Keene, already in the transfer portal, gone. Like, Is Plumlee even healthy? Like, There's so many question marks around him right now. For me, this is more of a play on Duke's defense like defensively duke is one of the best defensive teams in the country was i was reading earlier they give up they only give up 110 yards per game rushing which is 17th in the country number 2 turnover differential in the country at plus 14 which is which is huge who are so, they behind uh who was one uh i don't even know i saw it the other day I saw it the other day duke was number 2 in the country at plus 14. And Plumlee, what's his biggest biggest strength? This is his legs, right? Legs. So now you have a Duke defensive team who's just stuffs the run everywhere. Like no one runs on him. Like I think I think Plumlee has to throw the ball through the air, and that's where he struggles. So I mean, this is a major play for me at on Duke at plus one and a half. That defense, that defense for me is enough to win this game. I don't see how UCF scores. I don't. So the the funny thing is, is the number one team in college football and turnover margin is USC. Like, oh, wow. like think uh, about that. Not surprising. USC. Like, <laughs> just playing the trashiest conference in the country. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, that's that's good. I, they, they weren't really on my radar. I think I looked at it briefly, but, you know, that's going to make me take another look. look. Yeah, I mean Duke's given up three and a half yards per rush, which it was it's like number twentieth in the country. Yeah. Like if UCF can't run the ball against them, open up play action, right? Like yeah, I don't see how they score. I don't I don't see how they score. I could see I see this like like a 24-17 kind of game. Like I, I don't see a lot of points being scored. And I don't know. I, I think it's a good spot for Duke. Um, finish the season. What they're eight and four. UCF, I think it was nine and four. I believe they played the extra game. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's more of a it's more of a play on Duke's defense. I've been looking forward to this game for a while now, so we'll see. I'm going to give that out. Duke plus one and a half as my second best bet for the show. Cheese, you mentioned right. Plumley got injured. He was in and out. What have you heard anything about what that injury is? Because I think. From an offensive standpoint, right, he 
he was their entire offense this season, right? He yeah, so, in, so I guess he led him in good. rushing yards. Everything. I mean, he, he was everything. So it's yeah. a fairly drastic. If there is something in this that he can't go, this is going to this is going to move very drastically. Yeah, it's going to absolutely hurt him. That's a big part of my handicap on Duke. So you have a rushing quarterback versus a team that just stuffs the run. Like for me, for me, you know, I'm a defensive guy. Defense wins championships. You know how it goes. I'll, I'll take a good defense over a good offense any day of the week. I, I just don't see how UCF moves this ball. I mean, whether he's whether he plays, I don't see him being 100 percent healthy. And then, then if he doesn't go, they're back. They're down to their third string right. because his backup, Mike Keene's already in the transfer portal. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed it at one and a half. I haven't seen much movement on it. Leads me to believe Plumlee plays. Isn't but, it at three now? Uh, I don't. That's what I, that's what I thought I was looking at. I was because I was, I was just about to ask you. Is I played it. I played it earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, pull up the wager talk live odd screen. Nothing's loading. Technology, gotta love it. Yeah, I'm seeing minus. Two, yeah, I'm seeing two and a halfs and threes out there. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Would you Would you still play it at those numbers? I would. Okay. I would. Yeah. I think they win this game. Yeah. All right. From one Duke to another. Dukey poopy. What do you got? Let's go Dookie with poopy. <laughs> Dookie Dookie Booty. Uh let's go to the best day of the year. My birthday, December 31st, baby. New Year's Eve, Music City Bowl, pull your Nashville cock out. Cock rhymes with hawk, Iowa Hawkeyes. A smelly fave. Why are they laying two and a half? They lost to the same team, Kentucky last year, 2017. Why are they favored? A little bit of revenge here. It looks like 60-70% of the tickets are on the dog. There's few things I like more than a non-trendy dog is a non-trendy fave. And I uh, got to love it when nobody wants them. Small Hawkeyes. The total's 31. What the fuck are they going to do? Probably win 10-7 or 13-7, something disgusting. But I'll go with it. The Nashville, crazy things happen. Ask the Titans in 1999. Go hot guys. <laughs> a lot of Man, people are on. A lot of people are on them. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good cappers seem to like them. Well, yeah, thank I mean, you. I consider myself dog shit, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably have to follow you on that. And for me, you know, I'm so, you know, there's so many stupid bulls out there. There should be maybe ten. The New Year's six and. A couple others like what the fuck is the jimmy kimmel la bull sounds amazing what is this shit? i don't know but i'm gonna be there on saturday baby like i don't even know who's playing it who's playing in that got fresno state against washington state so i mean this opened up you know plus three i think for fresno uh but it's because they didn't realize hayner was gonna play he says you know Fuck the draft. Fuck my health. I already I already died earlier this year in the Coliseum. I'm coming back. Uh, all their guys are playing. You know, they're out for blood or something. They just want to prove that they were a team to be reckoned with this year. And, you know, 
beat another Pac-12 team with Washington State. And that being said, their quarterback's great. He can make a lot of plays, but I don't think – I think a lot of their wide receivers have opted out. They've had a lot of players opt out for the draft. So, you know, Fresno State at full strength against – I mean, basically, you know, a quarterback that's going to be running around. Even I have this a couple places. I think I got it early at plus one, then got him again at minus one and a half. It was minus three just yesterday. Now it's up to minus four. I was just going to say, isn't it up to four now? Yeah, it's. It, I, I say just just lay it. I, I think Fresno State's going to win this game by double digits. Um you know, it, it might somehow be close in the third, but at some point the wheel's going to break and it's going to be a, just an offensive explosion. So that's, you know, that's one of my early best bets, Fresno State. Real quick, I, think, I think all four of us, I think we were all on Fresno State two weeks ago, weren't we? In the in their, in their MAC championship game. Yeah, yep. yeah, we were, I think we, we all played them. Yeah, you guys got me on them because I, I initially played the opposite side on Boise. We talked yeah. about it in one of our in one of the other yeah. college shows we did. Yeah. 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 No, we did. Uh Big Nelly, what you got? Play number two. All right. So sort of it's, it's kind of similar to the, my handicap on the Clemson one. I'm looking at the Washington um, Huskies. They are they were catching six. It's now down to only catching four and a half um, playing against the Longhorns. Um, very similar. Right. It, mainly it's this is a you had Michael Penix say that he's coming back. Um, he's not entering the draft, coming back Phoenix. for his final season. Penis. Penis. Yeah, sorry, Penis. Um, he's coming back for his senior season. Um, and I like when you get a you know a, a smaller school playing against you know one of these big name guys. So um, again, I think you're going to get a very motivated. I don't know what Texas is. I haven't known what Texas is all season. They've just seemed um, off. Whereas you know you get a Washington team that again you know. They played very well. They put up 40 points. So I get there. It's in the Pac-12, and it's, you know, a shitty conference. But, you know, penis all was able to – All you have to do is defend a bubble screen. Throw. That's all Sark does. Bubble screen, bubble screen, bubble screen. Right. We saw it how many years with USC. So, um, I, I like <laughs> the Cougars. I think this is one where when you like the dog, um, you know, 50% on this taking the spread, 50% dropping a little bit on a money line, um, having them win out, right? So, I like the Huskies. I'm with you there. Um, it's not one of my best bets. It just just missed. Um, but yeah, I've I've placed that bet as well. Um, it, it seems like the wrong team's favored here. If I was playing that game, that's a side I'd play. No, I don't know if I'll get to the window on it. Might might tail might tail Nelly here, but I don't I don't know if that's like something I'm I'm looking to unload on. Understood. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I hope you guys don't kick me off the show. We will. But you guys aren't gonna <laughs> like it. you guys aren't gonna like this one. Uh-oh. Going to the Rose Bowl. Play I played Penn State at plus two and a half. I had to. We what why, why are we why did you have to? Why did you have to? I'm in I'm intrigued and I, I have I yeah. have no play, but I'm very intrigued. So mostly so I could talk shit in the group chat if I win. <laughs> but um, so for me, it was a play on to play on Penn State at plus two and a half for the simple fact that I I just think USC just won their Super Bowl. I really do. I think you know you mean Utah beating USC won their. I'm Super sorry. Bowl. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I think. I mean, I just think that was their. I think that was their shot there. Um, 
I mean, Penn oh, hold on. I mean, Penn State's scoring 36 points per game, right? Defense is giving up 18 points per game. I mean, I, I think it's a good spot with Clifford. I, I love the quarterback there. For I mean, for me, for me, this is a Penn State or nothing. I mean, I know you guys are USC fans. I'd I'd actually really like to hear what you guys think of this spot before I tell you a little more. Yeah, well, I mean, this was going to be my second best bet as well. So I got Penn State plus two and a half. And for the sheer of their their true freshmen, we got Nicholas Singleton and Katon Allen going with their six-year senior, Sean Clifford. And that's it. I mean, the experience he has being a six-year senior, he, he, he's a literal man going against, you know, some children out there. Um, defensively, I, I have them both fairly even. And, you know, this, this is the granddaddy of them all for a reason. You know, each of these conferences play to be here. And I, th- I think Penn State's just a little stronger than Utah. It's not – it's truly not because they beat SC. Uh I mean, beat the shit out of them in the fourth quarter. Is That's what I'm saying. I think that was their Super Bowl. But yeah. It, it, but, like, it, it's it's still – I don't know. You know, they, they balled out. They got down, what, 17-3, to three and it could have been worse. And Should have been down 24-3, yeah. Yeah, they should have. So, so Utah, Utah has three losses this year, and all three of them are on the road, right? One, They lost at, at UCLA, at Oregon – and then in the opener where I absolutely dropped my cock on Florida, I, that was one of my biggest bets of the season opening yeah. night. Yeah. Like not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of this Utah team. I mean, I know we saw what they did, but they beat USC twice. You know, every, every single person I know was on them in the PAC 12 championship game, which they just absolutely destroyed USC in the second half. But, and then Penn state's two losses on the season are to two of the final four teams. They lose at Michigan, and then they lose at home to Ohio State. You tell me who has a better schedule here. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I think the Big I think the Big Ten is a huge boost from the uh, Pac-12. I, I just believe the conference is stronger. Defensively. So, so, here's my, so here's my argument. This is why you're intrigued. So as inept as the Pac-12 is playing defense – I would make an argument outside of the two teams they lost to. The Big Ten is as inept playing offense as outside, the Pac-12 outside, is outside, outside, outside of Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. Of the three. So uh, I will – already – I took Penn the State over. has I, been inept for Wiles, but not this year, but they've been one of those teams where great defense. Can you just get me 20? So I did already on preface. I took the only play I have in this game right now is I took the over 52. I think this, I do think this game goes over pretty handily because I think both offenses will figure it out. Both quarterbacks, you have very senior quarterbacks that will figure out their side of the ball, right? Between Clifford and Rising. The thing that held me off, and we talked about it last season's pod, that there was, right? Kyle Whittingham's record in bowl games is 11 and four. Right, he's he's a very underrated coach. Dude knows how to win. Program. The, the dude, dude knows, knows how, how to win. win. For sure. The dude knows how to win, and that's really what kept, that's really what the thing that kept me off because I wanted to take you know Penn State because I do agree that there was a you know Utah's coming off a big game, but you have a long time to sort of reset, prep, and get ready, and you have a very good coach. This isn't to knock Franklin, you know, at all. He's five and five in bowl, right? He's five and five in bowl games. Um, 
I, I don't know. I don't know if I can get to the window on either team. I think that offensively, both teams will show up. You know, both these quarterbacks will figure out they have time to prepare and they will move the football. Um, I just think to say that Penn and that's a, to say that Penn State's defense and you know stat what 18 points per game. I'm going to calm down. I'm not. I'm not going to take that for quite as much as worth because. And I'm also not going to say that Utah can't get to whatever you know their offensive numbers are because again, sure. that's against a Pac-12. That's not against a you know a, a Big like, Ten like, like like legit. The only thing that stopped me from really hammering Penn State is Franklin. Like I like not many people like him as a coach. I don't. Obviously, I think he's trash, but. As far as the teams go, I just I think this sets up for a really good spot for Penn State. I do. So we'll see. I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, right? But not lately. Been what pretty, hot. Last, been pretty happened, hot lately. Kyle, what happened the last time Penn State went to the Rose Bowl though? They got they got spanked on a last second field goal. It was man, I was there, man. That game was crazy. SC jumps out, Penn State comes <laughs> roaring back. Looks like he's going to lose. Darnold puts the team on his back, and then they go try to get a late field goal, throw a pick, and, man, that, that, that was just chaos. Like, it's probably the only reason I should re-download Snapchat is just to re-watch all those clips. 52-49 that game. Was yeah. Crazy. What year, what year was that? That was 2016. Oh, uh, okay. Wow, it was that long ago, huh? I know. That's mm-hmm. crazy. It's crazy how many, how many football games have been played since that game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Duke. They call Mark the game. Yeah. He had, he had two touchdowns where he wasn't touched. Yeah. All right, Duke. All right. Let's go. There's nothing more American than our service academies. So we're going to go to the Armed Forces Bowl down in texas everything's bigger in fucking texas i'll tell you what and we're gonna go with the fucking force catching five and a half don't worry it's a dead number games don't land five five and a half down in fucking fort worth texas but it's a home game for baylor right get fucked the service academies shout out to our boy felica they're, in the last 10 years, they're 13-3 and three against the spread, 5-1 and one as an underdog with three outright wins. Pull out your cock, money line it if you want. We Why does Baylor have to get fucked? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We know Baylor's – they just played in two Super Bowls against TCU and fucking Texas. They just played back-to-back large ones. They probably have a bunch of uh, boys sitting out, resting. Air Force is going to show up. And pull their Tom uh, Cruise cocks out and fly all over their that's, asses. That's crazy, Chris. Because I again, I was looking at this. I mean, there were three games I was looking at: UW, Penn State, and then last one I'll I'll throw out that I was looking at the play. And yeah, I mean, I I love that side too. Plus five and a half. I kind I kind of stayed off of it for now because I'm going to wait till it gets a little closer. Because I know some of our our buddies are on the opposite side, pretty big. So I'm just trying to see, see if I'm something there. Yeah. I know he went to Baylor. Um, yeah. What game is this? Baylor. Baylor Air Force. Yeah. So yeah. So you so, know people. You know people that are big on Baylor. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind. It kind of kept uh, me off of RCT. Like, I love the you. numbers. Are are telling me play Air Force here, but a lot of guys that I think are better at 
at some of these some of these spots than me are on Baylor, so it's kind of kept me off for now. But I like to play. I mean, Baylor's I'm one of those teams like I've been betting all season. Like it's hard just to like jump, yeah. you know, jump ship this time of year, right? After exactly. you know, made so much money with them all season. Yeah. Yeah. So is that ATS record for a service academy primarily due, do you think, just because they're playing teams that never see a triple option? Maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking that, or maybe because they're they don't have a lot of guys that, you know, they might play a lot of teams like in the Big Twelve, the Big Ten, or Pac right. that are maybe resting, they're like six and six, seven and five. And they're kind of sitting out, and they got their guys that nobody knows. Like, that's true, right? And service going to the NFL from the service. That's academy. true, right? Service academies. You're not opting out to go transfer, but that and what was, it was over? How I mean, thirteen, three, sixteen years. That would be like what the last. It five was years? Uh, It was the last ten years. So it's a ten year sample size. It's a but the transfer year. portal really only is what really taken effect, right? The what the last two to three, where it's become mm-hmm. it hasn't been a while. I know it hasn't been right? long. It hasn't been long. She is yeah. Always, always. Wow. Wait, where's our swag, Chris? Yeah, thanks for sending you me a hat. On the, you cats live on the Lost Coast. Thanks for sending me a hat, cheese. I got you. <laughs> yeah, right, Kmart, what do you got? I, I already gave my second. It was also Penn State. Um, oh, that was your two? So, yeah, back, uh, back to you, big dog. Me and, K- me and Kmart are blowing up the group chat talking mad shit during the Rose Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a good time. Um, I think my third that I'm gonna that I'm gonna play is I am on the K-State Wildcats. Um, again, it was a much bigger number at the be- when it first opened at six. Um, I think it was sitting at three and a half. Is that the latest? What did you get it at? I've seen I some threes. That. Yeah, I saw three down now. I got it at five and a half. I missed the six. Um, another one. I think that you sprinkle a little bit on both on both sides. I think this is a game that right. You get a team like K State that gets to go play big bad Bama. Bama got left out. Um, numbers numbers come down. Yeah, I'm seeing threes across the board now. Threes across the board now. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a. a Great spot in a game that you know K State's going to be all in on, and Bama, right? They they missed their they missed their ticket, they missed their opportunity, right? So you're talking about opt outs. I get it's it's Bama, right? So it's just going to be you know next person up. They're going to come in, you know, but I think you're going to get a, a, a I feel like very well motivated K State time. Though I think it's getting a little trendy. That's the thing I hate. I hate like going trendy. against. I hate going against Bama for that reason, which because. Everyone loves to go against Bama, right? There's not a team that people would love to fade more, I think, in college football than to be able to find a spot to pay to fade Bama. So I get a little nervous about. It. How many times over the last five years have you been like confident fading Bama? Very few. Yeah, I mean, I bet I, against them like six yeah, or seven years. times, with the exception of the national championship where I was on Georgia or Georgia. Georgia yeah, I was. I'm like, I'm probably that one stuck out in my head. I'm like too, two and yeah. two and ten betting against Bama. Yeah, like every time I, I bet have, against them, they just kill me. Yeah, I did have tenant. I mean, I, I did have earlier this year where I think we had, I said like the very a very similar conversation to this, and when I had Tennessee um, back Tennessee against Bama back at the beginning of the year where I was on Tennessee, um, but maybe it's more of a, an emotional one in case they to go out and beat Bama. But I, I do think it's a good spot though. 
Yeah, like, you know, it's another one where it's like, you know, did you miss the number? But I feel like Bama was in a similar spot. I don't remember when it was. I feel like it was the Sugar Bowl again um, where everyone was like, well, they missed, they missed their ticket to the college football playoff. So do they care? And I wish I had it in front of me, but they came out and just waxed the living shit out of their opponent. So that you know, that's my pause here. You know, K State's trendy; they're the team that wants it more for sure. But it's still, a Nick Saban coach team, and you know, as we said earlier, who do we think has better recruits? Who's who's still going to be probably better next year and competing 100%. for a national title? That, that's what that's what scares me here. Um, probably still the right side, but at three, like for listeners, I don't know. I don't know. Be careful. I I missed it. I missed all the. I missed the good numbers. I won't lie. Yeah. I was hesitant. Obviously, they, like in the back I of my mind, too. now I'm pissed. I was too. I was very hesitant. I missed all the numbers as well. Yep. But yeah, Neil Neil locked in at five and a half. So good luck, sir. You. All right, I'm gonna give out. I'm gonna give out my best bet for the show. Right, best bet. Let's do it. You got you guys all. We've talked about this in the group chat for a couple weeks now. So uh, I'm going to the Peach Bowl, Ohio State plus seven. I got them at plus seven, minus one fifteen. Uh, might might still be some sevens out there. You know, a little juiced. Um, I also played them at plus two twenty on the money line. I also have them at plus 400 to win the natty. Um, but yeah, this was a substantial wager for myself. It's one of my favorite plays I've seen in a while. Um, I like Ohio State to win this game. I do. Ultimately rooting, ultimately rooting for the rematch versus hopefully Michigan. I know a lot of, a lot of guys like TCU with the points there, but I'm hoping for the rematch. CJ Stroud's got to prove himself now. You know, right? We just – what's everyone remember, right? The eye test, right? we just seen them get absolutely blasted by Michigan, right, two years in a row, right? Come out in the second half, Michigan just runs it down their throat for an entire two two quarters of the football game, right? End up losing that game. What did they lose that game? Uh, they lost, yeah. 45-23. Uh, 45-23, and, like, it wasn't even that close, right? So – for me, what it boils down to is I just I feel like Ohio State has the playmakers, right? They have guys, they have guys that they get the ball in space and these like guys score, right? So I know they just lost they just actually announced yesterday what's uh Henderson's out, foot surgery. They're leading rush or one of their top three backs. Cause I don't even know if you guys know. Ohio State has three running backs with over a hundred attempts on the season. So like I, I think you run you run you run the ball with Williams and Hayden, right? And then it opens up play action for Stroud, right? You got Marvin Harrison Jr. on the outside, who what do you have? Thirteen hundred oh, twelve hundred yards on the season, seventy-two catches with twelve tutties. I mean, everyone all I've been hearing for two weeks is and Jigba's out, it's gonna kill him. He hasn't played all season, right? He he's been nowhere, right? The dude now the dude's not coming back for the for the semifinals. He's preparing for the draft. As far as I look at it, good. Like, I don't even want you to come back. You haven't been there all season. 
go get ready for the draft, get ready for the third round, wherever you're going to go. But you got Marvin Harrison Jr. on the outside and Buka with 66 catches and 1,000 yards on the season. Uh, Julian Fleming, their number, their number three wide receiver, 30 catches for 506 tutties. Then they're, that stud tight end, they got Cade, Cade Strover. I mean, that, I mean, he's got 400 yards, five touchdowns, and, you know, 40 catches too. You know, it, all, all three of the starting wide receivers for Ohio State all average over 15 yards per catch. Like, I think Ohio State scores. I, I know everyone, all I've been hearing for two weeks is Georgia's defense, Georgia, Georgia. You know, as far as I'm concerned, talking to everyone, why even play the game, right? Everyone's already said Georgia won this game. I think Ohio State goes up and down this field. I really do. I really do. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. I, I like Ohio State to win this game. I, I might be out of my absolute fucking mind, but I really do. I I watched I watched them get beat down by Michigan, and I told myself if they squeeze into this college football playoffs, they are the most they are the team to be scared of. Mm-hmm. They are nobody's scared of TCU. Nobody's scared of Michigan. Like even Georgia, like like we've seen Georgia play four or five games this year where like their offense was anemic, like they couldn't even score. Right. Like I'm not scared of Georgia, but like what we go back to what Nelly said talking about the opt outs with you know Bama's defense, like or Clemson's defense. It's the same. Like all these kids from Georgia are like the best kids in the country, but same goes for Ohio State. Ohio State has all five star recruits. Like these aren't like we're not talking about slouches here, mm. you know. I, I I know everyone's not going to agree with me, and that's and that's okay. Like I'm not I'm not right all the time, but I I think Ohio State wins this game. Like I'm comfortable. My my official play is plus seven. I am comfortable giving them out at plus two twenty. How about that? More than a sprinkle. A little bit more than a sprinkle. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It takes a while. I would maybe, say, go ahead. No, I was going to say maybe a small Walmart manager salary, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's very important for Ohio State to come out and like punch them in the mouth. I think totally that the, Georgia has had one game, that game that they played in Missouri. That's the only time that they've been under duress, right? They haven't really played a game that's been close, right? They legit could have lost that game. They legit could have lost that yeah. game, right? I mean, I think like Missouri was seventy-five percent, you know, in the fourth quarter to to win that game at a point. So that game against Tennessee, right? Tennessee did not go into Georgia and punch them in the mouth like they needed to, and they never found their footing. I think it's going to be really important for Ohio for Ohio State psyche, right, to jump out and punch them in the mouth. And if they can, I think you're going to. I, I think this, Joey, I think you're absolutely right. I could see it go the opposite way, though, right? If I think we'll know a lot in, like, the first couple drives where both teams sit. But I, yeah, I, I, think, I'm the, with I you. think the first six minutes of the game is the most important part of this game. It's going to be huge. And, yeah. you know, you, you talk me into it. I'm I'm in it. Not a Walmart salary. Maybe, like, a Dollar Tree manager's salary. Um, maybe <laughs> bet on it. But, um, yeah, I mean, you talk me into it, but that's what I'm going to be looking at. When I watch that game, I'm hoping – I want Ohio State to take the kickoff and go fucking score a touchdown, right? And I think that's going to 
wake a lot of people up. So I think I'm, Ohio, Ohio State, smart, but if, I think that's what's going to happen. If Ohio State comes out in the first quarter, marches down the field and scores and like shows Georgia, like, hey, you're not the big bad fucking wolf anymore. Like, I I think Ohio State, if they if they can keep themselves in this game early, yeah. you know, get you know, get to the third and fourth quarter at like you know, within three, four points or, you know, a close game. I, I think Ohio State wins this game. I do. Certainly helps that everybody in, Amer- everybody in America is on Georgia. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I mean, that's just the way these yeah. games have gone, though. I mean, it's just been so square. You know, I would love to see both these games be competitive, even get upset. It would just be kind of a nice refresher for the college football playoff instead of one just trouncing the shit out of four, two and three. Yeah, it's close for a while and then floodgates open. It would be nice. Like the Bama Notre Dame semifinals. Yeah. Like exactly. Notre Dame would lose by four. Nice, like while you're getting ready and pre-gaming for New Year's to just have some good quality football to watch. Anyway, Dookie, give us your uh your third. We're running it. We're running into uh Thursday Let's go watch the Seahawks fuck up the Niners. We're my last name is Duke Columbier. You can't get much more French. We're going down to the Bayou, raging Cajun, Louisiana. Fuck Holgerson. Fuck Houston. Sorry for the vulgarity. He sucks ass. And uh, he's also two and seven against the spread in bowl games and three and six straight up. They're laying six and a half. Everybody and their mom. Thinks this is free money. It's only minus six and a half. Better record, better team, better conference. Why not, right? Yeah, well, Holgerson's team have lost by at least 14 points in four of their last five bowl games. Suck a hog. Raging Cajun. Louisiana, baby. Let's go. You you just sold me. I'm in. Yeah. I don't even know what the spread is. I'm in. I'm like placing this right now. Just like, all right. (laughs) What's the spread? What'd you give that out at? I think it's six and a half. You didn't even tell us. I thought I said six and a half. Did you? I don't listen well. Against Houston, right? Yeah. 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 But Duke's uh, right. Holgerson's, Holger, Holgerson, I mentioned last year, Holgerson is terrible in bowl games. He's got one of the worst records in bowl games. This is this game's in Louisiana. Give me the Raging Cajuns. Is it the it. Independence Bowl? I don't know where the fuck it's being played at. Radiant, yeah, the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh boy, Shreveport! You're an absolute total fucking degenerate, and you want one more play? I played Missouri plus two and a half in the Gasparilla Bowl, (laughs) Tropicana Field. Is that figure? I throw that out there. What? Did that line move also? Yeah, it's down to one now, but I mean, I like them to win the game outright, so. I got him at two and a half, like a week and a half ago. Uh huh. So, I just Wake for Wake Forest has lost five in a row as a favorite in all five of them. I like I like to make it six here. Let's all play. right. Just throw that out there for the people. Yeah, and for my for my last play, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to the Gator Bowl, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. So South Carolina oh, has had a lot of very very good wins. Notre Dame is missing their, I guess, backup quarterback, Drew Pine. He entered the portal because he knows he's not going to play next year because he's not shit. I don't know if Tyler Buckner is going to be playing here, but 
I think he is. He sprained his AC joint in like their first game of the year. I'm actually on Notre Dame minus two. I think this line should be a lot higher, probably like six, maybe even closer to seven. But I think with the quarterback issues, which I don't think are an issue, as well as what South Carolina did to end the season with some of those big upsets, this line's come way down than where I think it should be. So Notre Dame minus two. I think I'm 4-0 betting Notre Dame. I think this is the most I've ever bet Notre Dame in a season. So let's make that let's make that five and up. Yeah. There's a time to fade me. It's here, but you know, I'm feeling pretty good on it. You know, again, stats, data, it's telling me this again with what I thought, this line is not is not high enough. Uh so I mean for Chris, you know, that's that's a poopy line, but they got enough plays players to you know, win this game by a field goal, but I, you know, they're probably going to win this game by 10. You know, they've, this team, these coaches, they've heard it all before. Can't win a bowl game. This isn't a big bowl game. It's the Gator Bowl, but you know, they want to get it done. So Notre Dame minus two, I believe it's still there. And that kind of wraps us up. You know, I think, you know, with that fourth Joey gave out, you know, we still, I think we still have 10, 11 plays out there. We only, I mean, I think it was just what, um, Penn State that we overlapped on. So still 12 plays. So we'll – I'll probably just post them all up. Uh, we got nothing going tomorrow, so I'll have it posted, you know, sometime tomorrow. I don't feel like working. And we'll just keep track as they go, and we'll just create to that thread when we degen on more. So follow, fade. We don't really give a shit. We're, we're here to make money. We've been making money. That's why we waste each other's times. 45 minutes you know on this show so thanks for tuning in if you did if not go Niners this is fade you fade you fade the fuck out of you